Welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and the focus of this program is to help you as a dad have effective tools that you can use that enhance the quality of relationships with your daughters. And you know, I've had dads writing me from the program, and one in particular, Brian, said that I could quote him this week, and he said, you know, the things that you're talking about, Michelle, apply to all relationships, even to my wife and my son. And I'm going, thank you, Brian. I am so glad that you're finding that the things that I'm sharing from my heart to yours are actually making a difference in the way that you relate to the people in your home. So I love getting that kind of feedback. You guys can always write me. So as you know, on your mark, get set, go is the model that I work from every single time we meet so that you can kind of know where we're heading in the conversation. So today, on your mark, means I'm going to see you all standing alongside each other, side by side, and I'm your coach. You got that? You can picture a race. You as dads are standing side by side, and you're looking at me. So here we are at the first Monday of the year where we are talking about a new thing to set the course. Think of it as maybe setting a New Year's resolution today as a result of our conversation. So the title of today's broadcast is Leaving a Legacy. I have a subtitle, which I've never had before, but the subtitle is Thinking Backward, Thinking Backwards. So we are going to be talking about that in just a minute, but I want to start with kind of giving you a few concepts that make this make more sense, and that's the get set part, right? On your mark, leaving a legacy, get set. Now I'm going to fill this in with a lot more information so that you've got what you need to put this into action. So if you've ever played sports, which I'm assuming is every one of you, to some degree or another, whether whether it was formal or informal, I would say that you probably know that every single time you step out onto the field or onto the court, you always know where the goal is, right? Always. The goal, as you know, has everything to do with the direction you run in, the points you make or the points you miss, and whether you win or lose, right? The goal has everything to do with how you play the game. It also has to do with the energy that you expend because it's all oriented toward the goal because that's where the points are and that's what counts. So let me say it this way. Without a clear goal, you can't play the game. And without a clear goal, you can't win the game. And with your daughter, it's the same way. So as you dads think about, quote, the game you're playing, end quote, and I'm using game obviously as a metaphor, to capture the essence of like this interpersonal dynamic between the two of you. So like picture yourself playing basketball. The two of you are on the court. You got the ball in your hand. You're throwing it to her. She's throwing it back. So the question I would ask is in relationship with your daughter, are you clear about the goal that you have in your relationship with her? Now, I don't mean this as a criticism. I'm just basing this on seven years of traveling to Mars and talking with men about what their dreams or hopes or goals are like. And I can't think of too many men, too many dads I've met who say they are very clear about the goal or the outcome that they're shooting for with their daughter or even with their son. So again, this isn't a criticism. It's just an observation. Maybe they have a general idea like, yeah, I want to be a good dad, but not always specific in terms of a goal. So you guys know, you probably have this in your jobs, where you know that for a goal to work, it has to be clear, it has to be specific, and it has to be measurable and achievable. So dad, I want to ask you a question. 
Have you taken the time to honestly and directly state for yourself what your goals are as a father with your daughter or with your son? Okay, so using that sports analogy, it may it may help to think about the whole relationship with her like this. If your end goal is to launch your daughter at the age of 18 as a healthy, confident, authentic, clear-minded, and vibrant young woman who's ready to take on the world, what's your halftime assessment plan if she's nine years old and you're halfway there? Or let me ask it this way. What are you currently doing to get your daughter there? So at 18, where you're ready to launch her. So for example, if you want your daughter out in the world to be a voice, right? To make a difference, to stand up for herself, to not go with the crowd, do you let her discover that and practice that at home? Hmm, not always so easy when your daughter's disagreeing with you, right? Okay, let's be honest. It's like, she's not respectful. I get that. You're shaping her. But the truth is that as you are preparing her to be launched, if you think, okay, at age nine, am I 50% of the time actually letting her or him disagree with me? And that you're saying, okay, let's talk this out. Help me understand your position. And that maybe some of the time you go with it, even though you may as a dad say, it's not what I would do, but you're helping to strengthen the core of your son or your daughter by having that end goal. Okay. I want to break this down a little bit, a little bit more. I told you at the beginning that my subtitle today is Thinking Backward. So what I'm saying by that is that I want you to think to the end of your life, not trying to be morbid, but we all know we're going to die, right? And so I want you to think to the end of your life and then think about what you want to hear your children say about you and then think backward and come to now. Does that make sense? Because we all leave a legacy in one way or another. We all leave an imprint for good or for bad. So I want to invite you to ask yourself a tough question today. One that will allow you to be brutally honest with yourself while sitting in the reality that you are going to leave a legacy regardless of whether you're a great dialed in dad or you're more of an absentee dad. Because you're leaving a legacy and what kind of legacy do you want to leave? That's a pretty significant question. In in many ways, I think it's one of the most important questions. You as a dad, even me as a woman, I don't think it's just specific to dads, but that you could ever ask yourself. Because I'm at the age now, you guys, where increasingly I'm hearing stories from my friends where their parents are dying. And it's it's tugged at my heart, especially in this recent season where like two months ago, one of my longtime friends lost her dad to cancer and her heart ached and ached. It still does watching her once strong father suffer. She said his passing was so bittersweet because I didn't want to see him in pain, but I can't imagine doing life without my dad here. Or like even two months ago, one of my, maybe a bit, I guess it was closer to three months ago. I I got to lead worship at the memorial service of one of my friends, only 42 years old, who in the middle of the night passed away, and her husband found her on the floor. And it was just like that that she was gone. So clearly this end-of-life theme has been so raw, so poignant for me right now, because there's nothing like the end of someone's life to challenge everyone who knew that person to do some serious soul-searching about what lasts and what really matters. And I'm sure you've been to many memorial services 
and can attest to that exact reality. I mean, Dad, do you ever wonder what your kids will say about you after you're gone? I mean, that's a good question to ponder, don't you think? Because the truth is that the way you answer that question will impact the way you live today and every day. Asking yourself, what do I want this year to look like specifically with my children so that I know that the legacy that I'm leaving will matter to them in years to come? So I want to share a story with you that I know is going to tug at your heart. But before I do, I just want to say, if you're joining us today, welcome. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, and this is The Dad Whisperer. And I'm author of a book called Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. And you can find resources that are free and a link to the book and how to get it on Amazon. If you go to my website at just drmichellewatson.com, you can sign up for my Every Other Friday, Dad Daughter Friday blogs. And you can email me at drmichelle at thedadwhisperer.com. Send me questions, share updates of how things are working or not working. But I just want to keep the conversation going between the two of us. So I'm here for you, and I want to keep bringing you practical, action-oriented steps so that you can be the hero that you want to be and that your daughter wants you to be and needs you to be. So today we're talking about leaving a legacy. That's on your mark. Now, the get set part, I'm filling that concept in with stories so that you really get that concept deep in your heart, dads. So I want to tell you about Bob. Bob was only 58 years old when two years ago, almost to the day, in the month of December, he went to be with God. He went to be with the Lord just a few days before Christmas. No warning. The doctors say that he was gone in probably about 15 seconds, just like that. Well, his daughter, Emily, an adult, all four of his kids are adults, two sons, two daughters. She wrote this on Facebook not long after she, not long after he died, and she and her siblings have given me permission to share their story. But she said, we found a notepad that my dad was keeping of life's memories. And she said, a note from my dad about me went like this. He wrote, memory of my daughter when Emily was five years old, leaning up against the backstop of a softball game with her red hat on and covered with dust. Pound for pound, the best ball player who ever lived. Oh my word, I could almost start crying now. This dad, without his daughter even knowing that he had documented this, wrote pound for pound, my daughter is the best ball player who ever lived, and she's five. And then Emily wrote, I did used to take it to the neighborhood boys and my brothers. She knew that her dad's words went deep into her heart. Oh, I love that. Later on, the three kids, like I told you, said that I could share their story, but they found dad's Bible. And when they opened the back cover, they found that dad had kept dates of specific events that had happened in his children's lives. Like he wrote, oh, these some of the things are just so heartwarming. He wrote that, that you know, Abby rolled over for the first time. Emily and Bobby, you know, got their bikes today. And then he would write on a different day, Emily invited Jesus into her heart. Bobby invited Jesus into his heart. You know, Emily got baptized today and he kept documented notes, not only of things that were happening, happening spiritually in their lives, but things that were happening in regular everyday life. And this family, these children were blown away because their dad noted and noticed and documented those things. And they did not know that dad had written those things down until after he had died. 
What a powerful legacy Bob has left for all four of his children. Ben and Emily and Abby. These children now know Emily, Bobby, Ben, and Abby, that their dad loved them intimately. And even Abby wrote, about three months after that first post that her sister wrote, she said, I'm really missing my dad this morning. I would love a phone call or a text from him. However, I am so beyond thankful for my mom, my siblings, and she went on to mention people. She said, we're not perfect, but we're a good team. And then listen what she ended with. She said, Dad, we miss you and love you. We want to make you proud, and we want to carry on your incredible legacy. Dad, I'm asking you today, what do you want your legacy to look like for real? Because you will literally change the course of history through your active engagement with your daughter and your son at a heart level. And specifically talking about daughter, she will carry you with her after you leave this earth. You know that. I'm telling you what you already know. But your legacy will live on through her in proportion to your heart investment in her. In fact, I want to tell you another story. Here recently, I attended a fatherhood conference in Georgia, and I was talking with my friend Jeff Camp. Now, you've probably heard about Jeff. He was an NFL quarterback for 11 years, and his dad, Jack Camp, was also a quarterback in the NFL. So this was first uh, dad-son team in the NFL, and they, they covered the bases for a lot of years. And Jack ran for president. You've probably heard of that. And Jeff is now VP at Family Life with Dennis Rainey. He's an awesome guy, and I've gotten to know him a little bit over the past year. Now, recently, we were having this conversation about a dad's input in his kids, and Jeff quoted verbatim the very last thing that his dad ever said to him. And it had something to do with the gifts, him saying, Jeff, you have gifts in you. I want you to use those to impact the world, to impact the nation. And Jeff has done exactly that. In fact, if you've ever read his book, Facing the Blitz, it's an awesome read. I would encourage you to read it. So here I am as a woman reading, you know, because Jeff gave me his book a year ago, and I I devoured it. It's so good. And maybe if you never have had a dad that, that instilled in you what it looks like to leave a legacy in a positive way, you will love that book because they talk about, or Jeff does, he talks about their relationship as if you're invited into the conversation. It's almost like Jeff is mentoring you. But I thought, wow, look at the fact that here is a thriving man in his, you know, 50s, impacting the nation, impacting families and fathering and marriages, and he still remembers the words that his dad spoke to him on his deathbed, and he's living them out. Do you need any more stories? But okay, I will give you more. Because here's the flip side of it. That's the positive role model. But I've also, having been a counselor for 20 years, it probably won't surprise you that I have had so many conversations with people about death of parents where there's times they have found information after dad or mom, but I'm talking about dads today. They have found information after dad has died that has been devastating. I could think of a conversation with with a man this year where they found out after dad died about an affair. There was enough data there to prove that it had happened. Heartbreaking, isn't it? Heartbreaking. And I think it serves as a reminder that the way you live your life, even behind closed doors, will impact your children long after you're gone. What do you, dad, want your kids to find out about you after you're gone? Like you heard with the adult children's story that I just told you about where they lost their dad, Bob, two years ago. 
they're asking themselves, you know, what did our dad say about us, even behind closed doors? You know, it's things he wrote on notepads and in his Bible. And now they're asking themselves, what can we now do to live on with the deposit that our dad made in us because of how much he loved us? I mean, I think about this concept of legacy and say, you know, God must really care about legacy because he sure spends time in scripture citing the impact, not only of who each person is in the generations, but I I was just even looking at Genesis 49 this morning where Jacob had 12 sons and he blessed every single one of them individually before he died. In fact, let me quote for you verse 38 in chapter 49 of Genesis. He said, it says, and this is what their father said to them, all 12 kids, when he blessed them. Now listen to this part. He said, giving each one the blessing appropriate to him. Dad, I want to ask you today, as you think backward, you go to the end of your life and say, okay, how I end my life, what do I want my children to say about me impacts the way I live today and how I speak into their lives. Bless your kids every single day, and that will stick in them long after you're gone. In fact, there's a theory in the field of psychology. I know that's the field I'm in. I can't quite get away from the shrink, you know, people call call us counselor shrinks. I did have a guy once tell me, you should be calling expand because you really do expand my thinking. Okay. I was like, thank you. But here's the deal. In the theory, in the field of psychology, there's a theory that says that some adults have internalized their parent who lives on inside of them, right? So that long after the parent is gone, the child still hears the voice of their parent, especially dad, long after they're gone, and oftentimes still seeks to please that parent who's no longer around. So dad, here's the question that I have for you today. It's a hard question, but it's a necessary one if you want to be the best dad you can be. So here's the question. At the end of my life, this is what you can ask yourself. At the end of my life, if my daughter had one thing to say about me, what would I want it to be? I'd want it to be dot, dot, dot. Or you could say your son. So you ask yourself this question. At the end of my life, If my daughter or son had one thing to say about me, I'd want it to be dot, dot, dot. So every year in the ABBA Project, you know, that's the group that I lead once a month for nine months for dads here in the Portland area who have daughters between 13 and 30 to meet with me. And every year I invite the dads to complete that exact sentence during our very first meeting. And I remember that one one year, one of the dads was so struck with the enormity of that question as the dad sat in silence. Okay, dads, I'm asking them. If your daughter had one thing, one thing to say about you at the end of your life, what do you want it to be? And with this, you know, awkward one minute silence, finally, one of them said, can we get back to you? Can we have a month to chew on that question? I was like, absolutely. So I ask you again, I'm repeating this because I want you to really be clear about what this question is. At the end of my life, if my daughter or son had one thing to say about me, I'd want it to be. Now, I can tell you, I am blown away year after year at the incredible warmth, the depth that arises from the hearts of the fathers in the Abba Project who want their daughters to truly, deeply know how much they're loved by them. In fact, listen now to a few of the responses from the dads this year in the group who on our very first month answered that question about the one thing they want their daughters to say about them after they're gone. Here's what one said, is I want my daughter to say that I was always there. Another one said, 
that I loved her just the way she is. Another dad said, I want my daughter to know and say that I understand her. Okay, that's going to take some work in the day in and day out now, isn't it? For a daughter to say, my dad understands me. Another dad said, I want my daughter to say that my dad was the source of my courage and the confidence I needed to take chances. Isn't that good? Another dad said that my dad was there when I needed him. Another dad said that he was the best dad I could have ever asked for. Another dad said, I want each one of my girls, he has three, to say I was his favorite. Now, let me ask you this. When you hear those responses, do those sound like head responses or heart responses? Well, the truth is, you're saying heart responses, right? You can tell that they touch the heart. So remember that God himself said that you as a dad need to intentionally turn your heart. It's not always a reflex toward your kids, not your head. That's what you're already good at. We love that about you, dads. But God said your heart has got to turn. Do you hear how every one of those dads had a heart response? So when I tell the dads, if you answer that question, I want my daughter to know I loved her, that is an awesome response, but we need you to break it down. That needs to be specific. I want my daughter to know I loved her because I took her on dates every week or once a month, or I drove her to school every Friday and we stopped at Starbucks so that we could have a tradition that that was ours and we talked. Or I want my daughter to know that every time I took her on that date once a month, she got to pick the restaurant and she got to know over the course of her life that she was worth my time, my money, my energy. I mean, maybe you say, I want my daughter to know that I loved her because every year on her birthday specifically, I told her the exact ways that I'd seen her grow that year, the ways that she was special to me. So do you see how the love, the concept of love goes into action when it's specific? So how about you? How are you completing that sentence today? At the end of your life, if your daughter or your son had one thing to say about you, what would it be? And I'm saying, I want to hear what your answers are. Write me at Dr. Michelle at thedadwhisper.com. Go to my Facebook page, Dr. Michelle Watson. Write on there. Let's keep the dialogue going so that it's almost like we can have a, instead of, you know, 10, 11, 12 guys in my, you know, great room at my house doing the ABBA project, it's like we can be one ginormous Portland area national group of support where you guys are kicking it up a notch and you are keeping each other accountable because here's the thing. You also inspire each other. I have dads sometimes go, oh, I love what you just said. I want that to be mine, that I was always there for her, that I was the source of courage and confidence she needed. You know what? I'm going to adapt mine to fit that because that is really good. I mean, you guys are a band of brothers and I just happen to be the token female who you somehow have given me your ear to be able to be a... I, I, have had dad say you're like a coach. You're helping me better, quote, play the game. And like we talked about at the beginning today, if you don't have a clear goal, you can't win the game because you don't know where you're running. You don't know where you're shooting the basket. You don't know where the end zone is. So the more specific you can be in answer to that question, dad, the better dad you will be. So here, just to review, on your mark today, on your mark is the topic, which is leaving a legacy. Subtitle, thinking backward. Go to the end of your life, reverse, come back to now and say, then I want to put that goal into action by how I live today in this way. So filling that in, leaving the legacy, the get set part, 
is asking yourself the question, at the end of my life, if my daughter or son had one thing to say about me, I'd want it to be dot, 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 fill it in. So the go part is between today and next Monday, I want to encourage you to write something down, the one thing you want your kids to say about you after you're gone so that it's dated and document. And then put that note up somewhere where you'll see it, in your bedroom closet. I've had dads tell me they do that there. Or inside your Bible cover, on a sticky note in your bathroom mirror, or maybe on on the picture that you have sitting on your desk in your office of your kids. Remember that action heroes have to take action in order to be a hero. So I'm standing here cheering you on. That wraps up this week's program. It's been great to be with you all. Go Dads! Go Dads!